another episode of Ballers, Beers, and Banter collab with the Fantasy on Tap crew. What's up, everybody? Say hello. Hello. Hey. What's up? So we have very excited about this episode. Uh, we're here with the Fantasy on Tap guys. We've got Nate, Craig, and James. Let's uh, let's start with Nate, the leader of the the Fantasy on Tap crew. Uh, tell us a little bit about your podcast and uh, about you guys. Yeah, we're the Fantasy on Tab. We like to uh, drink beer and talk fantasy football. There's three of us. There's Craig, the boogeyman. I mean, James, the boogeyman, Borges. Craig, the foot, Anderson. And, uh, can't mess those yeah, you up. can't mix them. We can't mix those two. No, that's mess them up. Mess them up. And then, uh, yeah, well, you can find us over at uh, tap underscore fantasy on uh, Twitter and uh, fantasy on tap on Instagram. Put out all the good content. We're pretty much year round. Usually try and pump out one episode a week. Um, if these two fellows will get on the mic, so like pulling teeth sometimes, but um, <laughs> that is our intent, I will tell you. And then we got, uh, I mean, speaking of intent, James, the boogeyman Borges, uh, you want to introduce yourself, tell yourself, say a little about you. Yo, 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 what's up? It's uh, James, the boogeyman Borges, representing the F to the O to the T. Y'all know me, um, just straight representing uh, for my podcast, uh, here to drop knowledge and have a good time. Uh, really excited, um, that I'm on the podcast and you guys have me on here. Let's do it. Awesome. There, Welcome. There is no way. How do you follow James, man? You know, <laughs> <laughs> the white rapper from California. I'm just like, I never, I never know what to say after James, but I'm glad to be joining you guys, man. Just talking to you guys before this, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, let's, let's do this. Yeah, let's have some uh, let's have some good fantasy chat. I'm excited about it. Uh, Craig obviously coming uh, live from a racetrack, so we'll. Out in <laughs> dude, Utah, what but... was that, dude? <laughs> dude I like I. Oh, sorry about that, gentlemen. Hey, no worries, man. You got to do. I mean, you got to get you, you got to get your racing in too, right? So, dude, so a little loud. bit of fantasy, a little bit of fantasy dude. F1 or NASCAR. Oh, you know, dude, I, I can our next door neighbor a couple nights ago was revving his like old Camaro at like midnight, just like rah rah. I'm like, dude. You can Did wait till the morning, off, bro. I mean, off to restrict your plate. Got a couple extra horsepower. Not, not exactly street legal, so keep it on the down low. <laughs> Love it. Anthony Moose, how you guys doing? Uh, pretty good. A little exhausted today. I spent uh, the majority of the day trying to dig up an old tree stump. Oh, that's exciting. Or oh, yeah. exciting. Have you ever heard of a tree grinder? You know, oh, yeah, you pay I know. 100 bucks. They come out, they grind it. You drink a beer and watch They don't them do that in Canada. Have come a good on. time. In Canada, they work harder. Not sure. They just they want to get <laughs> that done. Well, we grind our own syrup. cheers. I'll, I'll be honest. Maple syrup down there, bro. Oh, there's well, tons. We, we have our own mafia related to maple syrup. <laughs> Yes, I'm talking about in the tree stump. You oh, in the tree up, stump. Uh, no, it's a it's a dead old tree. <laughs> but uh, I, I had nothing better to do today with COVID going on, so I, I just decided to dig her up. There we go. I I like I that uh, boogie. Do you like boogie or James? What, what do you want? I, you call me whatever you want. All right, all right, all right, boogie <laughs> man. So I like, <laughs> I like that pre-podcast. He brought up poutine, and then he brought up maple syrup. He's already hit like I don't know what we got lumberjack, and you you checked all three in like igloos, and we're good, and we can just <laughs> aren't woodchucks a big thing? Checked all the boxes. Woodchucks and then and uh, Chinese. You mean and, beavers? Be- beavers. Oh, maybe that was what it is. <laughs> yeah, beavers. And also like the Chinese marching thing- down your streets or something. I heard some something about that kind of stuff. There's only there's only a couple things that I didn't bring up. I was kind of reserving them, but since you want to talk about it, I wanted to talk about bigs, tigs, 
what's this all about? <laughs> like, you know, oh, that yeah. type of stuff. how we're like overly polite too. And like, yeah, that's all we about. say. Sorry a lot. We do say sorry. And, and, and sorry. get a lot of those. We had, uh, I'm a, I'm a coach by profession and we had, a uh, an American coach come up, move to, move to our organization. And every time we'd say, Hey, he'd go or B. <laughs> he just hit us with that every time. Be like, you know what I'm talking about, eh? And he'd be like, or B. <laughs> he just hit us with that every time. So I love it. You can make fun of our Canadian-ness. Canadiana. It's all good. Listen, let's get in some fantasy talk. I want to know what everybody thought about the draft. Obviously, we haven't had a big chance, opportunity to really break it down. But just initial gut reactions to uh, some stuff that happened in the draft. Let's start with, uh, let's start with Nate. Since uh, you let us off, anything going on? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was. A, I mean, the first round was obviously a pretty good draft. It went pretty much to plan right off the start, right? Um, I'm a big Steelers fan, so um, the takeaway fantasy Ooh. wise, the Najee Harris pick. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Look in the background. Uh, I got the surfboard. Let's go. <laughs> so that Najee <laughs> Harris pick really hit hard. And at first, I don't know, fan wise, I'm like, damn, we had a lot of. Uh, different areas of opportunity but then mm -hmm. fantasy wise i'm like i want to own the steelers running back for like 15 years you know it's like a first round steelers running back i remember i had richard mendenhall back in the day um obviously Le'Veon bell was a big target for me in a lot of drafts so yep. um having the steelers running back is always something that i like and i and i veer towards and it's it's definitely like a fan favorite type of homer type of pick but um so i mean that was a big takeaway for me um outside of that a lot of uh a lot more offensive players drafted in the top of the of the draft more more than um I'm usually used to you know a ton of quarterbacks yep. it was kind of strange so yeah it's wild Craig what's your takeaway from the draft I love um, Angie um I was just sitting there looking at Anthony and he's got the little bear stuff in the back like <laughs> I'm more interested like I know that I was excited with my draft pick us getting Patrick Sertan um I'm you know I'm very interested to hear what Jimmy's got to say because I know that the, the most people were you know really hating on the Cowboys um and their draft that was a big one I can never say this guy's name but that Travis Etienne or whatever the hell the heck his name is Etienne I, 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 I can never say his name that one is one of the most surprising ones to me especially with yeah. James Robinson over there I would like to hear all you guys on that. Like that to me is like maybe the biggest one, but Anthony, how excited were you, man? That was, I was hoping for him. <laughs> were you just jumping up and down? I, oh, yeah. hands up in the air. And you could ask these guys, Anthony, because uh, Anthony was ahead of us. We had a bit of a delay on our feet and Anthony just leaps up and runs out of the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, we're that's like, well, they, the, the bears was. got fields. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, I had a, I was having a few drinks, and then when I saw that they traded up, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to take Fields. And he was one of my, um, I guess, guys that I was interested to see where he would go because I think earlier on in the year he was supposed to be the second-best quarterback to go in the draft. And then the fact that we got him and a few other picks too, like, I mean, I'm super excited. I feel like he'll fall to me in our main dynasty league that we're in. And like you were talking about um, Najee Harris, like Moose needs a running back. Moose is right in the spot to draft Najee Harris. And like you said, 15 years, <laughs> you could probably have yeah. him for quite some yeah. time. Um, but yeah, I mean, like uh, this was super exciting. The Bears usually screw up everything. Um, it's a little bit nerve wracking because whenever we do draft a quarterback, they're usually terrible. So hopefully this is not the case. Yeah, I'm sort of nervous just for Justin Fields that he got drafted <laughs> by Chicago. I mean, like, well, we haven't had a talent like this at QB in quite I some mean, time. They traded up to get to get Mitch Anthony. Well, I so. I even knew that Mahomes was going to be a better pick, and I you don't knew? know who's right. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knew. So Craig, you're a Broncos fan, then? 
Yes, sir. 100%. Okay. Oh, awesome. I love it. Yeah. So you kind of wanted, you were hoping Justin Fields got drafted yeah. to the Broncos? Well, yeah. After the Teddy um, trade, I was like, okay, what, are we yeah. still going to take one? What are we going to do here? And then all yeah. the Aaron Rodgers stock started coming out. Yeah. So we're like, whoa, 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 what's going like, on? Hold yeah, up. I think, <laughs> yeah, I thought Justin Fields, you know, would have been great here. You know what I mean? But then, you know, you're gonna probably going to have to trade uh, Drew Locke away. But again, I'm happy with what we went um, in that division playing the Kansas City Chiefs twice a year, you've got to have cornerbacks. Yeah. Now we got defense. like five of them. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> defense is solid again. Boogie, what about you? Any uh, takeaways from the draft? Oh, he loved it. He loved every second of it. <laughs> um, my biggest takeaway, um, I actually want to talk about the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. So uh, I like what they did last year. They take uh, Mekhi Becton in the first round. And then, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in the second round, they go and get Den Denzel Mims. And then before the draft, um, you know, they go out and sign Corey Davis. And then they get in the draft. They take Zach Wilson, arguably the best arm um, in the draft. And then they get they get uber aggressive and they trade up and they go uh, get uh, Elijah Vera Tucker to solidify the left side of that line. And then in the mm -hmm. second round, they come right back around and they get Elijah Moore. And, you know, I'm a huge I'm a huge football fan and I'm always trying to root for the underdogs and the jets have just been bottom dwellers for years. Oh yeah. And the, the way that the NFL is going right now, it's really pass happy. Um, I'm glad that if you're going to invest in a quarterback with your second pick that they, they took their whole draft and they built around him to be successful. Finally, congratulations to the jets fans. Um, but, but that, that to me was probably <laughs> like the most exciting thing. Um, they did get a running back. They, they didn't. That was the only thing picked, I didn't like is they didn't address the running back because they're going with P Ryan and they're fine. They, they, they did. They got. They got they Michael, Carter. Michael Carter. Michael Carter, the running oh, back from UNC, yeah, North Carolina. Um, yeah. Besides that, um, Kyle Pitts, man, um, the Ooh. highest drafted tight end oh. ever. He went with the fourth pick. I mean, we're talking about a, a generational talent. Um, technically, for the the height, what uh, height, the the height weight speed the third biggest yeah. fastest guy to ever run that way he has great hands i'm excited to see what's he what he's gonna do but to kind of piggyback off of what nate said it, it's all offense this whole draft it's so exciting i think they said that there yes. is the first time in nfl history that there was five wide receivers at least drafted in the first three rounds um so it's definitely going to a pass happy league we already know that but it just gets me really super excited and super just jazzed up and ready to go for, for dynasty drafts in this next season. And yeah. And oh man, for fantasy, it's just going to be fantastic. Moose, did you have anything else? Moose, what do you think about Kyle Pitts? Like, I, th I think Kyle Pitts is like DK Metcalf. He just happens to play tight end. Yeah. Like, I we're, mean, we're he, big on him, but you were, you were less so. Well, I mean, I, you know, you can be excited about someone, but I'm not going to go crazy about him until I, you know, see him play or how a team uses him, you know, especially if it's in the, in the tight end role. Hmm. Yeah. It's either you hit or you miss tight ends. It's very hard to get those like tier one guys. And I mean, he seems like he's going to be a tier one guy, but if yep. you draft him early in dynasty and he doesn't hit and he's just one of those like mediocre tight ends, it's, it's going to be bad. Also, you know, 50% of it is, is Matt Ryan. But we've so. seen, we've seen them use the tight end pretty well in the past. So like, I mean, he made Austin Hooper, the number one tight end for 
until he got hurt. Oh my god. I'm I'm gonna tell you guys some right now. I have the first pick in our dynasty draft. Yeah. <laughs> so you're taking him and Najee Harris. Right? Guess who's you're, coming you have daddy. one and two in I our believe, yeah. I, I believe it's it's not you have one and three. You guys think he's joking, one but he's three, one, is a heart attack yeah, right he there. Made, dude, the first he was like, and second he was pick, just, wow. Oh, wow. At the bottom of the league all year, and he was just – I'm one and I'm one in three. Selling one players three. all over the place and getting draft picks. Will, so. Willing and a Dylan. <laughs> Willing and a Dylan. Yeah. It worked out in my favor, and I got the first and the third. And um, basically, if I, if I can get Pitts – Najee and Jamar Chase, a, a combination of two out of Looking those three, good. I'm going to be happy uh, now. Yeah, I'd be pretty happy too. <laughs> and Dynasty, and depend, like the tight end position in fantasy is just is so tough, right? So if you have the opportunity to get what could be the next Kittle or Kelsey, then, I mean, come on. that that's That has huge value, right? So... Craig, what did Kelsey do for you, dog? He there won you me go. A championship, baby. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. <laughs> Where you at, Pitts? Come to Daddy. Hey, yeah. Moose. Um, who do you like? I know everybody else. Who, oh, I got it. It's, it's right here, but it's very, very small. It's a little Patriots helmet. Yeah. yeah. Just and just just a reminder yeah, when yeah. you when you point to I something, our uh, listeners can't see yeah. that. So <laughs> it's right oh, here, I, Moose. It's right here. It's right here. <laughs> He's like flexing. <laughs> Guys, know where the gym is? Yeah. I uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm pretty thrilled that we got. Uh, uh, Mac Jones. Um, Mac. I guess, I mean, Cam Newton. I mean, these guys, these guys were all about Cam Newton last season. I said, no, 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 it'll be three games. That'd be a disaster. Sure enough. As soon as he started getting banged up, it, it yeah. went downhill fast. So I don't know if Mac Jones is the ultimate answer, but uh, it is definitely a better direction in my opinion. But the fact that uh, everybody just let him yeah. go and then Bill Belichick sitting there petting his dog, <laughs> yeah. waiting for, <laughs> waiting for Mac Jones to drop to him. And I was like, dude, how are we yeah. gonna let him do this, man? Well, I, I, said the thing. I was I was sitting there just waiting, yeah. and I, I honestly I couldn't believe it that uh, it was that easy, considering that they were willing to trade up, and or other rumors where they were looking to trade up to get a quarterback, and you know nobody wanted to do it, and they didn't just, have to. See, see, I was really upset with how that whole scenario played out because I was hoping the Niners were going to go Mac Jones, and then um, the Patriots are going to trade up with the Cowboys. I'm a Cowboys fan, so that was the scenario I was hoping for. Um, I was hoping that Trey was gonna was gonna drop, and then the Patriots were gonna have to make a move up, and we were gonna trade back. But obviously, it didn't work out that way, and the Blacks yeah. win again. We'll as <laughs> soon as Lance went third, I'm like, oh god, the Patriots are gonna get Matt Jones. <laughs> we'll see how it turns or out. Or Fields, the, the but bats. then when the Bears made the trade, I'm like, the Bears will be dumb <laughs> if they don't take Mac Jones over Fields, and then. Real, real quick, because hmm. no one has mentioned this, Fields did not look excited at all. It looked like he just died and he was like at his own funeral. All the other players, <laughs> you see his face when he gets drafted. He's just like serious as a heart attack. Like really, I just got drafted. I think he's just shocked. <laughs> That's it. I mean, legendary uh, franchise and organization. I mean, yeah. maybe he's worried about the their lack of success Cold. at the quarterback position or yeah the windy city like i don't know but i think, I think there's like one or two things that happen to these guys i mean think about it your whole life you're training for this moment and then it happens and i think maybe you're in like a bit of shock so you don't know how to react so you're just sort of you know think about everybody screaming and stuff you're on tv you know maybe you're a little bit nervous or two your whole life you've wanted to be drafted by a team and then you don't get drafted by them and you're kind of like oh i guess i'm 
Guess I'm going to live in Chicago now. <laughs> the best. Well, that's what I was going to say. Or you get drafted by the Bears or the Raiders <laughs> oh or God, one of those organizations. <laughs> but um, oh, the funniest was uh, Waddle when he didn't like even like celebrate with his family. He just like walked out of the room. It, it was, was gangster, dude. Just so waddled, awkward. Waddled so gangster. <laughs> So waddled, waddled off, off to get his, yeah. uh, his jersey his Miami uh-huh. um cool well i think that's pretty good guys uh we covered most of the the major pieces for gut reactions i'm i'm gonna add one thing in and i'm just gonna drop this name amon raw st brown i think he's gonna be the number one wide receiver on the detroit lions because there ain't nobody sneaky. else <laughs> so super sneaky yeah. i'm already on to that one yeah too. put him on your listeners put him on your list right now for uh be a late round pickup in redrafts all right, let's get into, on that note, uh, the Detroit Lions perennial losers. We're getting into the main theme of the podcast, which is winners and lo- losers from free agency. Uh, and how we're kind of defining this is their, these players' realities last year to this year and who's changed for the better or for the worse. And then we can kind of get into where we might differ on some of these uh, winners and losers. You guys ready to go? Oh, yeah. Do it. Okay, I don't even think we need to touch tight end because it seems we're all in agreement and none of them are relevant. I tried uh, to differ. I, I was looking at him like, ah. You're like, yeah. We switched Tyler Croft and Kyle yeah, exactly. like, No one cares <laughs> yeah. about that. Don't hate on Let's my boy talk. Jared Cook, man. That's, 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 that's the dog right there. Hey, yeah, he could be relevant still. Um, all right, let's talk about quarterbacks. So uh, let's hear from Fantasy on Tap, guys. You guys, we both have Carson Wentz uh, as a winner. Um, we both have Matt Stafford up there, but you guys are maybe a little bit higher on Ryan Fitzpatrick. So I'd love to hear from you guys. What do you think about Fitz? The Fitz magic. I don't know. I I really I wanted to take this uh, list and kind of uh, if the person won or or got a better spot, not not necessarily that they're going to do better in the fantasy year. So I mean, it's quite right. possible that maybe well, I guess not Andy Dalton anymore, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that Fitzpatrick uh, has. There's guys lower on the list that could have a better year than Fitzpatrick, but I just love the fact that he goes from a situation where he is placeholder, placeholder before as well, and now mm. it's kind of, I mean, for me, I kind of see him as the as the guy right there, and he got some pretty decent weapons. Um, it's a situation where he's going to, I think they're going to let him kind of rip, and uh, I'm like, yeah, this is a good landing spot for him, and I think that he was a, he was a pretty good winner. I mean, um, he has a good running game. There's some really talented wide receivers out there, um, I just think, uh, and the coaching, the coaching staff, I think is really going to support him and not, he doesn't have to feel that weight of somebody breathing down his neck and, uh, taking his job. And that was kind of how I interpreted this. And, uh, that's one of the reasons why I kind of threw Fitzpatrick out there. James, you got anything else to add to that? No, I'm waiting for the loser section because there's, there's a bomb I'm about to drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm I just at the saw it. I was like, what the there's heck? a bomb I'm ready to drop. So I'm going to pass on that one. Okay. Are we, I think we're all looking at the same thing, Nate. And I, <laughs> you wrote this. Uh, yeah, Jimmy already, Jimmy already called that out. It was a, it was, it was a blip in my head. Oh, I was reading Sam Bradford. It so so I called Nate before <laughs> the podcast, you know, just to go over some things. Quick. I said, Nate, I could be a hundred percent wrong about this. Is Sam Bradford? Actually, <laughs> did someone trade a first <laughs> round pick and give him like $20 million to start and suck somewhere? Technically, he's still a loser. It's like close to like $200 million. That yeah. guy is winning. 
He's all he's he's in a mansion <laughs> yeah, somewhere. True. So yeah, in that, laughing in that sense, right now, just like yeah, he's a winner. He's definitely all right, well. <laughs> So Boogie's alluding to the fact that uh, Sam Sam Bradford's listed instead of Sam Darnold, Nate. Yes, so, yes, yes, yes. So that was it. That so was you guys, that you guys have Sam Darnold as a bit of a almost a, a loser here. Loser. Okay. <laughs> Why is that? Who's de- who's defending this uh, Sam Darnold's a loser from free agency? Craig Scrooge's in the yeah. <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I'm not. How am I'm I supposed to, to know de- that you're po- you're pointing to me? I don't know. Who I'm here to defend somebody <laughs> else. I mean, I take the Sam Bradford one. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Sam Darnold, man. Sam Bradford, get out of my head. It's just because he's such a dreamboat. I just keep seeing him in my head. Like, Must be. Yeah, Must no. be. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, – I mean, I just – he went from a crappy situation over there in the Jets. No, I mean, he got mono. I mean, it was just, it was just an awful time for him. And now he, he comes over and he gets into an, another not-so-ideal situation. I just think – Again, how I was playing it out, I was like, I, I don't know. I just think that he was a, a talented rookie who had a lot of pedigree, and um, I think he's broke. I think he's broken, and I don't think that he's gonna yep. ever come out of that. I, I don't, I don't see a Drew Brees esque, you know, return out of this, um, mm. out of this uh, situation for Sam, Sam Darnold. And I, it was more of the, the off season was a loser, losing off season for him. You know, he, uh, I mean, maybe just his entire career it was just, a, it was just losing. Um, for him in, in general in his career. And so that's kind of why I, I shoved him down there. And, I, and maybe it was a little harsh to put him behind uh, Tyrod Taylor and Andy Dalton, but um, I was trying to stay, you know push it home, being like, come on, dude, it, you, you suck. So Well, one, one of our big things that we're sort of, the reason why we stand behind Sam Donald is the guy's only 23. Like, I don't even think he's started his career. Like young, you know, young people can suck too. Let me just throw that out. Yeah, there. No, no, I, that's true. <laughs> this is true. But like, I don't think like he's even started, you know, like the, I don't think the jets even tried to develop no, this guy. No, he started and he finished. <laughs> but, can you, uh, can you kind of think of another uh, career trajectory from any quarterback who kind of went this way, you know, because like, e- even with yeah. Drew Brees, the final year that he had with the chargers, you saw the transformation and okay, now he's starting to become a quarterback and then he traded teams and then went with the saints and had a run. I can't think of, any quarterback that sucked the first three or four years of his career. And then all of a sudden just snapped out of it. I mean, it's almost Josh well, Rosen esque, you know, it's like, it's that same so kind he, of deal. Yeah. Here's but, the only, like the only comparison we could probably throw out there to defend Sam Darnold is that he was on the jets yep. and he was under uh, Adam Gase for most of that time. So Tannehill. the Ryan Tannehill yeah. comparison is a big one because he was off the map. He was written off and then he goes to Tennessee and he ends up he puts up like Mahomes like numbers for two seasons, and they had one of the best offenses uh, in the league last year. So he also had the the baddest dude running the rock right behind him. Destroying. Very true. He went for over and Christian McCaffrey yards. is yeah. not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when he he's well, not as bad. He's not as bad. <laughs> all I'm saying is the play action game can do a lot for a quarterback. Right. I just, yeah, I think, uh, listen, I don't think Darnold will be Breeze, but I think it's for fantasy. I don't even yeah. think he'll be, he's not going to be in the conversation. He's really a streaming option still, I think. But overall, I think he's a big winner for for his career and for and for fantasy. And that offense, I mean, I think it's going to be a, it's going to yeah. be a high-powered it's, offense next year. It's unique for him because we mentioned his age. And I mean, how many, like we've mentioned a few guys like Tannehill and Breeze, but how many of those guys were like this young where you can still mold the mind and maybe 
get him feeling more confident that he did playing under gaze. And I mean, with all the weapons he has around him, he's, he's set up for success. Like until we see it happen, we won't know. And like you said, there's not that many players that turn it around, but I feel like with his age, with a new coaching staff over there, with the, the crazy talent that he has around him, I think, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to offer you a proposition right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I heard, I heard earlier you guys do this beer challenge. Yes. Yeah, oh, beer, bet. beer bets. Let, let, we have something I, similar. We have something similar in our pod that we can uh, do. Goodwill challenge. That, that he, I don't know, he finishes outside top 15 fantasy quarterbacks. I'll take that. Let's Ooh. do it. There we go. Let's I like it. this Anthony, <laughs> man. This is my guy. He just, oh, screw it. I'll make it. <laughs> we we now know since anthony took it without uh question we know we're for sure losing the bet but i think the whole the whole pod's got to go on right we're all we're all doing yeah yeah we got to stand in there it. with you our do, guys first of all let me tell you something <laughs> you don't threaten me with a good time um i don't want to <laughs> We're gonna we're, we're gonna put maple we're, syrup in we're, our. We're in drinking our beer. Canadian beer, not that water you Ooh. got down there. <laughs> oh, no, don't give them that. Hey, man, they're on the west coast drinking nice. Uh, first, to, is, first it was on all. my list of things to make fun of Americans about. <laughs> I, I know beer? James. I know James had one. So <laughs> moves quickly, like writing stuff down. Yeah, like, like, all right, wanna... America. What do we got? He was like, he's he, he was like, he's offended me three times now. I gotta get back <laughs> at least. I'm sorry to do this, sir, but <laughs> oh man. All right. Um, well, we all agree Joe Flacco's a loser. We have him by the bottom. Jeez. And uh yeah, Carson you guys are missing out on something right here, bro. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? I mean, I'm here to make a declaration and defend this Let's guy. Go, Ted, Teddy Bridgewater, you guys got him super low. My prediction is this he's gonna get over there. He is gonna beat out Drew Locke. Drew Locke, you're but hold smoked, on, bro. But I on. wanted him higher. I hold wanted on. him higher. No, but hold on, because I I made this mistake when we were making this list. We're not comparing them to each other. <laughs> we're comparing them to their uh their situation, situation last season last year. Yeah. yeah. Now listen to this situation. Okay. All right. That, <laughs> All right. Okay. And now you got Cortland Sutton. You got Jerry Judy. Okay. You got Noah. So, yes. so you're assuming 100%. Teddy's starting. Oh yeah. 100. That's that's what I'm saying. 100. You got that's Melvin Gordon. All right, they get the they get the running back in the second round. Teddy Two Gloves is about to ball. Teddy Two out. Gloves, oh, <laughs> you want, bro? Let's do another bet. I bet you. <laughs> Teddy, we haven't even left the quarterbacks yet. You're gonna get us. I mean, <laughs> Teddy Teddy Two Gloves will outscore Sam Bradford Darnold right here, right now. Let's get another one going, dog. I well, I I think we should that take that. That one's just a sure. James one, though. Let's do it. They're calling. Oh damn! I I I I'm a I'm a Teddy believer, so I was the one that got. Uh, I mean, I, I'll I, stick I, with my I also, podcast. I is. also like Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't think Denver. I, is starting two gloves is about to be mile high so then, baby. can me and anthony flip-flop because i kind of would want to be on the opposite side and anthony oh, seems nice. to be like so yeah, no lab, be. Beer yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm with james then let's let's do that all right let's go I'll, just, I'll just be in Craig, on whatever Craig, i'm with you i'm with you i've been i'm hyping you up i'm hyping you up i again again he's better than drew lock <laughs> i uh, you last time we talked i was surprised that you said that because last time you talked on our uh, marco another marco polo plug nate dog so we got to get that sponsor um that they uh you were saying that marco. He, you just thought he was serviceable and i was like i feel like that puts us up 
He's he's a lot. Big, big Fangio defense. TJ Hamler, Melvin Gordon. Man, I'm loving it, dude. It's and but look what happened. This is I don't want to revert back to the Sam Darnold thing, but like look what Teddy did for Robbie Anderson. Like Robbie Anderson's probably hating the fact that Sam Darnold is coming back because um Robbie Anderson was just a like I thought Robbie Anderson was a guy that I'll maybe play him if I have to. And then last year. He was a guy that you maybe you had on your bench that you had to maybe think about every once in a while a little bit more. And uh, where did he come Craig, from? You're, you're where my dude, Craig, from? because I said the same so, thing. I, I just think Teddy's going to up those guys. And like he said, Cortland's coming back. I think Teddy Bridgewater is 100% a starter. They're both injury prone. I don't know. Maybe they're playing half the season. I don't know. But I, Nate made the list. We kind of, I, we, I was I was basing it just like he was saying. I was going after what I what what the uh, the intent of the list was. Not that he's gonna get outplayed by somebody or points wise. It was situational, right? right? And so he's gonna have to go yeah. in and beat a kid who has high draft capital and a lot of people still believe in. That's I don't I don't think one hundred percent that he's gonna walk in and be the starter. I just don't yeah. think that's the thing. He's gonna have I, to beat him out. I agree with Nate. I think it, it could go either way, but I think it's a likely scenario is that they start with Drew. Cause they don't want to give up on him. If you start Lies. Teddy right off the bat, then Drew's done. Right. And that mm-hmm. asset's gone. You only give up Drew a six round pick. Done. You only give up a six round pick for Teddy Bridgewater. So everything that I read today, because I've been very interested in this topic yeah. is they're going to have an open competition. And, yeah. and I think that's the way to go with it. And honestly, if it's a fair open competition, he's going to whoop Drew. Drew hasn't shown anything <laughs> right now. At this point, Teddy is head and shoulders above Drew and nothing against Drew. I have Drew in one of my dynasty leagues. I was super high on Drew last year because of all the weapons they put around him, but he's already shown he can't do nothing with it. They gave him all the ingredients to bake a cake, and this dude made a pancake. (laughs) I think we can only agree on one thing is that Teddy does wear more gloves than Drew, and that's it. He does, and it gets cold. It gets cold. (laughs) What's funny about all these, we have all these rankings, and like, you know, the fantasy on tap put them together, you guys put them together, and it's just like, it's just always fun when you have three different guys now six just uh you know bantering over like something it's like no Nate I wish he was higher and it's I don't know, it's fun man this is a good time love it all right let's move on to uh running backs I just can't wait for how many bets Boogie's gonna make yeah. before the podcast is done uh, you guys are all bet? looped in we're all looped into it so Boogie's just gonna keep throwing out beer bets and we're over all under in on five it. on this one yeah running backs. <laughs> uh all right so running back situation we all agree Mike Davis huge winner and perhaps even a bigger winner after the draft. The Atlanta Falcons did not draft a running back, so he is running back numero un on uh, Atlanta Falcons. So that's huge. We have James Conner um, misspelt and up high as a winner going to the Arizona Cardinals. You guys have him as a loser. So let's hear from Moose first because Moose is a perennial James Conner guy and hasn't been dynasty, which <laughs> might have affected our ranking on him. And then we'll. You guys can can address that. Moose, James Conner. Well, I don't think James Conner's – I think we had agreed that his situation was better because of Arizona's front line uh, and the fact that, you know, he's still staying – like he's probably going to be the starter. So his situation kind of stays the same, maybe gets a little bit better. but Compared I, to Pittsburgh where he was not being used at all? Yeah, and like James Conner, uh, you know, in terms of fantasy – statistically is the second most likely player to ever to get injured in a season. So I think uh, James Conner, although might be in a better situation, I, I think he just, yep. he's a risk uh, no matter where he is. Okay. 
and you guys have him as a big loser. Like, you, what do you guys see? A fancy on tap guys Nate, for this James is your boy. prospects. Is he um, done? Well, I, it was. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it was the Steelers' usage that was his problem. It was injuries, right? So no. I think that obviously carries over into Arizona. Um, he still, I think, he has better competition over there. Benny Snell is not a three-down back. I, I don't think that Chase Edmonds is either, but he's way more dynamic. Um, yeah, you're right. It is a probably a better situation. Uh, maybe even not. I mean, maybe they're, they're going to maybe run the ball it's more. Close. It's super. Uh, so even if so, <laughs> yeah. if we said that Pittsburgh and Arizona are equal landing spots. And then the situation is probably pretty close as well. Mm. Do we think James Conner gets more healthy? Like, is this, is he just going to continue? The older he gets, he's going <laughs> to get healthier. Like I just, I don't see that. And so yeah. I put him as a loser because I don't think he walks in and becomes a starter, at least in Pittsburgh day one, if James Conner was healthy, he was your starter, right? Like it wasn't a mm. question. It was without question until later on in the season when he couldn't, you know, he just wasn't the same dude. So I think they brought him in as a, a piece for Eno Benjamin and Chase Edmonds and just they could they could try and swap those guys out and try and ride the hot hand or figure out who's their guy um I really think that um with the wide receiver additions of AJ Green that they think that they're gonna just light people up and you know the air raid offense is gonna go crazy so um that was my well, kind of take on it AJ Green it. and so, Rondale Moore another yeah. name for listeners to write down mm-hmm. uh in in 2018 I think that was James Connor's big season it was his receiving yards that you know, that made him really spectacular. So, I mean, that's it. He's, he's another receiving option in Arizona. But you I know? mean, Chase Edmonds can catch the ball too. He's no slouch. Yeah, you know? That so. was kind of chase. That was chase's role. Yeah, right? exactly. So, yep. That's what, that's where it's going to be interesting. Boogie, you want to make a James <laughs> Connor bet? James Connor versus the world or no James Connor bet. The only, <laughs> the only comments that I have to make on this one is uh, from one James to another. Good luck, James Connor in your new uh, destination. <laughs> And then also, on a smaller point, in one of my dynasty leagues, I have both Chase Edmonds and James Conner. So it's like I got a free handcuff. Oh, there you go. So You're I'm, there. I'm a little bit excited about that. But good luck <laughs> to you, man. I, I love James. I love his backstory. Yeah, Cancer awesome. survivor. Um, Nate, my best friend. He's a huge Steeler fan. So big game, James. Good luck to you, brother. <laughs> I love it. That was that was so sweet, James. Sweet. Thanks. I'm gonna call you James up. when you're yeah. sweet, and when you're getting all fired up, you're boogie. That's <laughs> <laughs> his alter egos. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what do you guys think about the uh, Kenyon Drake though, man? I, we all got him down low. Like to me, like him going to the Raiders, like. I don't understand maybe his train of thought. I know um, rumor has it that uh, that they said he was saying that he they like what they're doing with the two back that they want to do a two back offense. I as a fantasy owner, I hate or uh, every second of yep. this. Like, yeah. but like to me, this has to be one of the worst moves person as a person to go to the Raiders. One, the Raiders suck. <laughs> I hate the Raiders. But why? What do you guys feel about that? Like, we all got him so low, and to me, he was a guy that he's I probably insurance on my team last for Josh year. Jacobs. Yeah. I mean, Josh Jacobs runs so hard. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you know, he also drives very hard in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think you, there's just, it's a little bit of depth for them. Cause when you I, think about it after Josh Jacobs, it was, uh, I can't even remember his name. They had Devontae Booker, Booker, Booker last Booker. year. They had, they had all sorts of stuff. But yeah, like, that's, that's what we were talking about that. Like, it, it, does it make sense to put him as a loser? And it does because Jacobs is no, like like he's a he's a top guy he's supposed to be the guy and they haven't said anything about him maybe like having competition or another guy come in there and take over his position so i mean it's just insurance for them 
Uh, and I agree with you. It's terrible for Kenyon Drake because I'm sure he must feel <laughs> that he could be a number one somewhere on like maybe a weaker team, and then he just goes and sits behind Josh Jacobs. It's well, awful move. For we him. already know, we know Josh that. Jacobs doesn't care about fantasy because he came out. Yeah, we know that. And uh, I get the sense that John Gruden doesn't either. And not only does he not care about fantasy, John Gruden will. I feel like he's running his team and looking like what is the most uh, least obvious, most bizarre move I can make. Let's look at our biggest strengths and address that. So he's like, Josh Jacobs, great, solid three down running back. Let's go out and get Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Let's trade and get rid of our entire O-line. Don't like him. Don't like him. Get rid of all of them. We'll go and redraft. We'll go and draft some new guys. Like, I don't know what operation Gruden's running there, but it's and the guys he's drafting. Colton, yeah. uh, what was it, Colton Miller uh, last year? They said that he was the guy Ruggs. that could have been drafted later. The guy they yeah, got this Le- year. Leatherwood. Uh, Leatherwood this Leatherwood year. Leatherwood this yeah. year. I mean, it's it's crazy things. That John, I mean, so, I, I'm a John Gruden believer because I remember in the, you know, in the early I knock on wood 90s. if you're with me, right? Come on. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. man, come on. I mean, you can draft Darren Waller, everyone else. I would just stay away from the Raiders, I, I think. I think uh, that Miami son got into him a little bit. <laughs> burnt his brain. <laughs> I want to address their Philip Lindsay at number two. Yeah, that was that, a, that was one. an interesting one for us. <laughs> Nate's oh, into it, flexing on us. Yeah, uh, uh, I, that was. I, can't I mean, wait to hear this again. I like Craig alluded to. He's going to throw me under the bus. I'm going to take it on. I mean, it was. I, I wrote the list and uh, <laughs> I put. Uh, I mean, I told them. I go, hey, check the list out. Tell me if there's anything you disagree with. Both of them are like, let's do this shit. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so you know, like, what? How many beer bets? I'm going to throw you under the bus. bus? No, okay. I'm sorry. You're you're my best friend too. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. That's a good <laughs> list. Here we go. Uh, but let's get back to some best friend. Have one football. best friend, Craig. So, Philip Lindsay, I honestly believe he's the best back in that backfield. I didn't think he was the best back in Denver. I actually thought like the Royce Freeman and oh, him, I've always thought Royce was kind of a, a guy that could compete with him. Um, he's a good story um, there, but uh, I do think he's better than the old backs that they brought in over there. And so I think he has an opportunity to start on this team. I don't think he had an opportunity to start in Denver, especially after the draft, you know, um, adding another back. And it that was. could have been because of the loss of Lindsay, whatever, but, um, but putting him in, <laughs> in a Texans uniform. Um, they're going to, I mean, he's going to get fed the ball. I think he's the worst uniform to be in right now. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. Yeah, sure. And Denver is a better situation, but we're going fantasy wise. Right. And, and it doesn't always have to be a good team to be a good fantasy player. And Philip mm. Lindsay is on a bad team, but I think he's going to get a lot of volume. And so if they lean on him a lot and those old running backs break down, like they probably will, he's going to outperform him in the OTAs. He's going to outperform him in preseason. Like he's going to probably win this job in my opinion. Yep. And that's a good situation. You get a starting running back on a team that's going to give you utilization and uh, volume. It's better than getting kinda, all uh, yeah, Nate's kind of convincing me here guys, because what, what do we know? What do we know? David Johnson is going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Or we don't wish it on him, but he's going to get hurt. Mark Ingram cannot run anymore. We know that. We saw it last year. We were shocked he signed for that much. So, you know, there's Philip Lindsay sitting. He could be sitting pretty uh, after the first David Johnson goes down. So, yeah, I'm just worried that, like, if David Johnson starts off, like, if he gets injured, even in the back half of the season, that I think there would just be three guys touching the ball and... I mean, it's a similar situation to Denver. I think that's Lindsay's issue since he's been drafted into the league that he's always competing with other people. So I just don't know if he takes a step up. Maybe 
maybe just stays the same. So I think that's why we originally had dropped him. We didn't make him one of our bottom three losers, but I mean, there's the option. Like, I mean, we don't wish for injuries, but if uh, David Johnson stays healthy, it could, uh, it could affect yeah. him. Yeah. But the opportunity, the opportunity is there. Another thing was, right. it was a product of the actual guys that were below him. Like, I mean, we got like Wayne Gallman, Jamal Williams, Damian Williams. Like, I mean, these guys aren't going to be crazy good. So, I mean, he was just right. getting higher than those guys all the way. So. Well, Wayne, Wayne Gallman pretty much drops all the way to the bottom now. Yeah. With, the, the, with the, the San Francisco draft. 49ers <laughs> drafting not one, but two running backs. What is draft. wrong with them? Yeah. Wade Gallman was a beast last year when Saquon went down. <laughs> yeah. I was able yeah. to pick him up and he Same helped me. He won, helped me get a couple games. Like I was like, dude. And I ended up dropping him this year so far in Dynasty. I too many players. I had to get rid of him. But one that I, Carlos Hyde is another guy that's got to be dropping way hot now, too, with the, with the, Travis, they just drafted and James Conner, right? Like you would call. only assume he's got to be way down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's off. He's off the board. Read, have you guys been reading the news on Travis Etienne? No. Uh, could you fill us in, James? Uh, <laughs> go read the article. Basically, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to blank. Go read it, man. Just right now, read it. Just go read it. What's, talk, what's the head coach? That Urban, Urban Meyer. Meyer. Urban Meyer came out and said. We drafted him oh, yes. to play the Percy Harvin role. What did that you had say? me throw up in my mouth a little <laughs> but, bit? I'm like, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna, no, <laughs> because I, they're I, gonna I, use him in the Percy Harvin really? role. They're gonna like returning he's gonna be doing kicks, jet sweeps, and returning kicks, getting a lot of migraines, um, playing slot wide receiver. I didn't see that one. I saw an article saying that they were gonna make him the third down third back. Down guy, the re- yeah. But um, I, I just that's horrible. Why why would you yeah. take why would you draft a guy in the first round to be your third down? Well, right. I, I guess think they're just well, I guess they wanna they wanna see how far James Robinson can go before, you know, maybe destroying a young asset. You know, if you assume that maybe they want him for a, a few years, they already he's a thousand yard rusher. Why would you take <laughs> yeah. Travis Etienne yeah, but in the J- first James round? Robinson wasn't uh you know he wasn't terrible last season. Yeah, guys, we also have to factor. But that's his point. But I think this might be a a situation kind of like Jordan Howard, where like two seasons with the Bears over a thousand yards, and then all of a sudden he's not relevant in fantasy anymore, and teams don't want him. So it's like maybe we don't see something behind the scenes. And this came out uh, before the draft that they're like, oh, it's going to be a QB competition. Then they signed Carlos Hyde, and we're like, oh, that's interesting. Running back competition. Running back. Right, running back competition. And um, and then they draft Travis Etienne, not like any running back at, towards the end of the draft, but uh, the second best res- uh, mm-hmm. running back off the board. So it's just craziness. I think over clearly there. they just needed someone to brush Trevor Lawrence's hair. And Travis, <laughs> having been from Clemson, has some experience with that. They're like, listen, we need his flow on point. Got to get the fan base back up and excited. So that's probably the main reason. But okay. listen, he's clearly you draft someone in the first round. He's going to, I mean, come on. Like coach can say whatever he wants. We, we all know. We all know he's going to end up being the number one guy, Could right? Be. Carson Penny situation. I mean, could be. Yeah. Ah, Chris they Carson, both- Rashad Penny, Anthony, the top running back duo in the league, eh? One, one <laughs> of them a, could be if they're healthy. When they came out and said we're so bad, we're a top running back duo. Anthony's trying to defend them. We're like, dude, come on, man, come on. <laughs> well, like I mean, like uh, well, I know these guys are going to get injured, but uh, yeah, if, <laughs> move uh, on. All these situations we're even mentioning, if these guys stay healthy, it's a totally different situation. But will they stay healthy? Chances running are back. No. Well, <laughs> running backs will get hurt. Every running back yeah. gets hurt. Just but there are some facts. more prone to it, like Penny, yeah. Carson, Connor, and apparently for the San Francisco 49ers, you're expecting 
I don't know, 25 guys to get hurt because they have 26 <laughs> yeah. running backs on their roster now. So, Which is why Gallman was Gallman. so good before. But yeah, not like, anymore. I don't yeah. want any San Francisco running back right now. Yeah. All right, let's move on to wide receivers, guys. Let's go. Let's get into it. What are we? What are we looking at in the big board for wide receivers? We had we had Tyrell Williams up top because the, who else was there to throw the ball to besides T.J. Hawkinson? But I, I don't know. What do you guys think? You guys have him a little bit lower. Do you, do we? Are we still like compared to where he was last year to this year? He he actually has relevance. We think. What do you guys think? Fantasy on tap. Well, he's coming off the bench, so it can only be better. I guess compared to last year. Yeah, I I mean I guess if you're looking at it that way, I just uh I just could not rank Tyrell Williams. I mean he's he's not he hasn't actually been fantasy relevant for probably three years. So um I mean I know a lot of people took him when he had that big game on the Raiders. Was that two or three years ago where he had like one big game in the beginning of the season? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then two years ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I mean I think he's just another name out there. I honestly don't know that he's going to be the guy. And then, I mean, you named uh, St. Brown, right? He's uh, he's there now. And uh, yeah, um, that's probably, I mean, there's probably going to be other options. I just think he's a guy that they're filling in that position. It's a total rebuild mode. Um, I don't love the Jared Goff situation. I guess you got Hawk and you got the running back. So um, that's kind of where we were at with Tyrell Williams. I mean, you, I, I seen that you guys had him up there. You even had him above, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Some really good guys. I, and if you're going truly off the um, intent of this list, then yes, you guys are right. Like, I mean, we weren't, we weren't, uh, we weren't <laughs> thrilled about it. Like we're, we don't, we don't think that Tyrell Williams yeah. be anything special, but I mean, he went from, like I said, riding the pine to being, sure. you know, pre-draft the number one wide receiver in Detroit. Sure. Sure. No. Yeah. yeah. We take Craig out of the, <laughs> out of the room right there and we throw him into a, a Packers uniform and let him ride the bench. I mean, yeah, Craig would be on the top of this list. <laughs> 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 Dave, Dave gave me a real hard time because I was comparing all the players to each other. And I was, uh, I was told I had to compare it to the situations. I get it. I get Just it. Throwing totally hosts get it. under the bus. This, <laughs> uh, but I see what we if got. You go back to what you talked about with the running backs with, uh, Philip Lindsay. This is similar to the Tyrell sure. situation. You know what I mean? Like you know, the only, uh, the only, horse in the race right so um yeah i can understand. i could i mean i could get there i could get there yes but i'm just like i don't want to get I there i don't you guys want put to in there yeah i just you know um like i said i didn't tell nate exactly where i wanted to rank all these guys but looking at this is that we all have you guys both have everybody has kenny galladay going high and i don't know man i'm just not a big big uh, believer over there um with danny dimes and so that's uh that's my big thing is i just I like Kenny Galladay, a healthy Kenny Galladay with Matt Stafford, but I don't like a Kenny Galladay over there with the Giants. I'm not a believer. I just, I, I will not have any stock in Kenny Galladay at all, unless he drops to me so far in a redraft yeah, league. Really? It's a better day Damn. of Slayton. And that's such, <laughs> that is interesting because if you think about, you know, when he was with Matt Stafford, he was he was he was great, but he would have been with Jared Goff. Even so. even without Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford was hurt pretty much all season, and he still caught twelve touchdowns. So I mean, people are sleeping on this guy. This guy's a straight beast. He's a red zone target. Um, he has a safe floor for touchdown production. And I'll tell you what, even if he sucks or the offense sucks over there, Jason Garrett, being a Cowboys fan, will still be clapping <laughs> no matter what happens. Captain Clap, okay. They either score, they don't score, they throw an interception. 
quarterback gets broken in half, he'll be there going. Great job. Great job, guys. <laughs> Good job. Let's go, Kenny Galladay. So he'll be motivated. He'll be, he's got support. He's got the support system. <laughs> I love it. Who was high on Will Fuller, Roman numeral five on That's the fantasy Nate, Nate loves group. Will Fuller, and so do I. I like him, oh, especially with Deshaun Watson. And this guy, when healthy, can, you know, take the top off. But Nate, dog, like I said, that's that's that is an interesting situation well, for him. It's it's, it's those it's those PDs two words also those helped two, him. Yeah, it's those two words you said when healthy. So we we had him low just because he's also going to be suspended for four games right off the bat. I thought you guys were more interested in the two words top off. But, okay. <laughs> I I think Will Fuller. I mean, the dude. I mean, he was he was a beast last year, right? He was a wide receiver one while he was on the field, and I know it's while he was on the field, but um. I mean, it's, he's, he's probably going to be the number one option there. So um, I can't imagine, I, I definitely, I guess I definitely see what you're, where you're saying. And, and I get, again, going to the true intent of the list. Yes. You're probably right. That getting a balls from uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be far superior, so, but go for it. Yeah. I was going to say like, how, like how high would you, in a redraft, would you draft Will Fuller? Like how high are you on Will Roughly. Fuller? So that's the problem is the four game suspension. Um, I'm going to actually, yeah, but let's, let's, let's say, let's even just say four game suspension is Commissioner, Commissioner Commissioner Goodell, wipe out the, wipe, wipe out, out the four the, game uh, suspension. suspension. Yeah. I mean, man, I'm, I'm really good. I guess it would be tough for me to say what round I would take him. And I guess I'd have to compare him to similar wide receivers. Like I'm taking him over Debo Samuel. I mean, I'm taking him over. Ooh. Um, I mean, I'm a big Debo so. Samuel guy. I like him. I think he's solid, yeah. but again, player, I, I mean, I'm hard. taking him. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the fact. Uh, I mean, who, what other guys could I would I think about taking him over? Again? And if this is your jam, yeah. <laughs> do we we have? Would you rather? Oh, the would, the would you rather? rather? Okay, we can bring that. Oh up. yeah, did, um, you think you can fire up a quick? Would you rather? Dave? My, absolutely. My question: We'll do Will Fuller. Would you rather? My question is: <clears throat> Do we think he's going to have enough juice to uh, stay healthy next year? That would be uh, my is the juice the PEDs? Will, Will... <laughs> Thanks, about? Anthony. Spelling <laughs> it out for like it's like one of those horrible movies where they like spell out the plot line. Thanks. All right, uh, Will Fuller. All right, let's play a little. Would you rather Will Fuller or everybody's got to an answer? You can answer real quick. Would you rather Will Fuller or Deontay Johnson? Johnson. Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Right now. I'm not- I'm gonna say Will Fuller. I, I think he's more of a complete receiver than people are giving him. And I know, uh, I know the Tua arm strength may be a concern, but uh, and people are saying that you know can't get the ball downfield. I think he's gonna be f- adequate at least. And I do think Will Fuller is more. That's a Steelers fan. That's a Steelers fan saying it. Boogie, I like him. What'd you choose? I didn't hear you. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Will Fuller or uh, Brandon Cook still on Houston? Will 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 the thrill? Ooh. Will yeah, the thrill. I, I think I got to go Will Fuller on this one. And I like Brandon Cooks. I got a lot of stock yeah. in him, but that's. <laughs> yeah. Fuller. Fuller for sure. Boogie. Will Roman Fuller. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Will Fuller. Yeah, I think I go Will Fuller there. Let's say Will Fuller. We'll do two more. Will Fuller or DJ Chark with Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. DJ Chark. DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Yeah, it's not a question. Chark for sure. Okay, so we're all high on. Uh, we think he's going to be the number one guy, and uh, with uh, Trevor Lawrence, I like it. All right, how about this one? This one's wild. Couple of injured guys: uh, Will Fuller or Odell Beckham Jr. Last one. Oh, that's oh, wow. Well, I got I got a good one too. <laughs> I have one more. But I'm, um, I'm, 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 go to Fuller. I'll go Fuller on that one. Yeah, I'm yeah, with I Fuller. Think, and I'm when is o, Fuller. is OBJ going to be able? To, is he going to be back day one? Apparently, he's sprinting. I saw a headline saying OBJ is sprinting. 
Yeah, he'll be back. Which is uh, more than he did he'll last He'll probably year. be back, <laughs> and then he'll go right off the field immediately. Um, uh, My boy Baker having another year under his belt. Um, OBJ all day on that one. That, that Cleveland's going to be, I'm as a Pittsburgh fan, worried about Cleveland. Worried yeah. about Cleveland. They're going to be really good, but... That Clowney signing is going under the they, radar. Yeah, yeah. I just know how much they're going to throw. Like quietly, their first two picks were... Excellent. So I got this. Would you rather? This one will be fun for the Dallas fan over here. CD Lamb or Will Fuller? <laughs> Get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> Get out of town. Yeah, I think I would take CD. Lamb. Um, but for all the oh, listeners yeah, out there, though, yeah. Will Fuller. There's a lot of you know, you know. I know people are listening to these, you know, all these podcasts. They're trying to up their friends, right? They're trying to get better. Will the Thrill is a guy that you can maybe pick up. Um, maybe he you don't know, get drafted and you can maybe pick him up um, week two on the uh, waiver wires because you know, he's going to become a, come yeah, on, he's getting drafted. Oh, get out of here. No, I dare it, he'll get drafted. Oh, he'll get there two. we go. <laughs> a lot of ones he doesn't get drafted. BD Lamgers. All right. Uh, James, play- James Boogie Borges right is now? back with his CD Lamb jersey on backwards hey. so we can all see. It. I presented that. I knew I was taking CD Lamb it, without a question. I'm not a Fuller fan also because I don't believe in Tua. I think Tua is going to be a bust this year. And I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We That's can't bet on, on that one. That Tua's one we can't be... throw out a bet on because we're in a I game. Think, I think someone should take on Boogie in a CD Lamb bet, though. Oh. Some sort yeah. of CD Lamb beer you bet. Want? CD Lamb over AJ Brown, Boogie, you take that or what? Oh man, I'll I'll take that. <laughs> CD Lamb versus AJ Brown, who finishes higher? Yeah, you I want, want that? that action. You want that smoke? All right, let's oh, go. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm down. You want that? Is this I'm a down. podcast bet? Yeah, I think this is a just a Dave <laughs> yeah. bet. Yeah, this is just a Dave. Oh, bet. all right. So <laughs> I come support you and you're making redonkulous <laughs> bets, but all right, I'll go solo. Me and, and, me and Boogie, we got it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. And then I saw, we'll have fun. We'll have I got fun you, dog. I saw a flex from Nate there for Tua doing well this season. Yeah. I, I'll say that Tua finishes lower than Darnold. Did you, did you, did you see? Oh, hold day, on. Did you on. notice he threw up the? I'll take. Did you see? Yeah, he threw up the, the left, left arm. arm, the left arm. Oh, it wasn't even the right. He he mm-hmm. threw up the left. I'm going with the dog. southpaw for sure. He's the reincarnation <laughs> of Mark Grunell. Let's go. <laughs> I'm going Darnold over to a all day. All okay, right, let's, let's do, do that. It. I like that. Anthony, Someone's got to write these down. I'm writing Bro, them down. You are way too high on on Sam Bradford <laughs> hey, Darnold. Hey, Tua and you're going to lose two what? bets on hey, Sam but this, Bradford but this Donald. one. That's two you got. Darnold now, and Tua, they could finish 23 and 24, but just one guy has to finish higher. So this one, it doesn't matter. <laughs> there we go. Tua's got, but like, yeah, it's going to be. That's interesting. That's interesting. I think I just like the team better. I think the Dolphins are. Yeah. Dolphins are solid. Dolphins (laughs) are solid. I like it. All right. Any. Can you guys do me a favor? Next time you guys are on your podcast, um, throw it out there. Um, Actually, Nate found one. I need to. We need to find that guy. I throw it out all the time. I want to get a Dolphin fan and I want to pay for it. Imagine the meanest Dolphin Mm -hmm. you've ever seen in your life. Pissed off Dolphin. (laughs) And underneath it, it says number one. Doll fan. He said he'll pay for he'll pay for this tattoo. He'll pay for a tattoo for somebody. With number one doll fan. I yep. get it. Yep. Number one doll fan with a pissed off. If you can doll find fan. this guy, he, he, James will pay for his tattoo. Hey, Paul. Hey, call my Let's brother. So we what we need to do is find. We've asked. I've asked Baby Man a million Remember times that? to get this tattoo. Yeah. He refuses. So you want us to find the person who would be willing to get this tattoo, mm-hmm. like the ultra diehard Miami Dolphins fan, the guy. Yep. Yeah, number one dolphin with a pissed off dolphin <laughs> on his arm. All right. 
What what what, uh, cow- what cowboy tattoo do you have, Boogie? I I actually don't. I got all oh, my okay. tattoos at a very young age, and um, my last tattoo I got, I think I got it on my 24th birthday, and I'm about to be 35, so it's been almost 11 years. Oh, okay. I'm retired from tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so tattooing's like like football, and you retire pretty early out go. of the game. Hey. <laughs> That's, that's, that hurt. That cut. He's the Sam Bradford Donald of tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Retiring at 24. Hey, hey I, he's I, out. I'm getting up there in if age. If I had I, millions of dollars and retired, then I would say, yes, we're the same. But unfortunately, I'm going to be working probably into my 60s. So I don't think we're on the same level. James is mad. I love it. All right. Any uh, free agency winners, losers that we missed? If you scroll through it. Well, we didn't. Uh, we didn't do the losers uh, for wide receivers. I don't know if we want to want to go through that. I mean, I, th- I think we can all agree whoever's playing for the Patriots, right? Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, loser. They're losers. Yeah. That's awful. Regardless of where they were last year, yeah. I you mean, guys, you guys are a little, little bit high on Kendrick Bourne. What was what was up with that? Well, compared to last year, where he was just <laughs> like, not even in, he the could equation. be the number one there. We don't know. So, I mean, he has the opportunity to sure. Yeah, we don't need to number talk one. anymore. But yeah, number one. They Patriots. never really have, and like Edelman retired. Like Edelman would be the only true number one over there. But I guess now it's up in the air. We'll he see. gone. He gone. He gone. All right, guys. Uh, what have you guys been drinking this whole time? That's what I'm uh, interested to hear. Let's uh, let's start with Nate. Uh, I got this. Um, it's a. It's just called Juicy. Um, it's from the Full Circle do, do, Brewing do, 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 Company. Do, do. They're out of Fresno, California, so all right, representing all right. the nice. Central Valley of California. Um, it's a New England IPA, 6.6 ABV. Um, it's really good. Uh, I, I liked it. It's a little hoppy, but that's what they say. It's a, it's a five on their skull hop scale, so um, good stuff. I liked it. Cool. Digging it. Boogie, what you got? I'm drinking Guardians Unfiltered Galaxy IPA. Really cool can. Um, it's all about the cool can. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is my favorite Marvel movie out of that whole thing. So it automatically uh, drew me uh, into it. It's uh, from the Blue Note uh, Brewing Company. It's a local company out of Woodland, California. 6.7 ABV IPA. It's a really good beer. It's got me feeling good. I like it. I also like the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, maybe we can get on and do a marvel fantasy draft maybe that's the next thing we should do let's do it let's do it you don't threaten me with the fantasy uh like what what do we do nate what was that one it was like a movie fantasy uh draft we did uh fictional characters um so you know bobby boucher was in there we had al bundy running the running the show um we had uh Bertier, all of those guys. So it was, oh, it was Forrest really Gump. Yeah. Anybody yeah. pick Forrest, Forrest Gump? Forrest, yeah. best returner in the game. All right. All right yeah. cool. Forrest, Forrest was, was running. <laughs> Jenny. <laughs> I love it. That's a great idea. Craig, what do you got today? Uh, I'm drinking this one. It's from the Golden Road Brewing Company out of Los Angeles. It's, a, it's called Mango Cart. It's a mango wheat ale. It says a series inspired by iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles. Uh, it's been pretty good. I usually don't drink a lot of like mango stuff, but Dude. it's really good. Have you had it? Nate? I can't I'm... believe you did that. I know. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> like for our, for our pods, he must really like you guys. He must've felt fancy. Cause for us, like, what are you drinking? 
Miller High Life. Coors Light. It's gonna like, Craig. Dude, oh, Craig is the Anthony of our podcast. I got you back because I'm only drinking a Heineken tonight. There you Nothing go. special. I like it. Yeah. I, but I, I like it. It's kind of like I just I try to play up that redneck thing being from Utah. And uh, but it's pretty good. <laughs> I, uh, Moose goes and gets a 50 case of Heineken and then he's just like, I gotta drink another Heineken, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> they got him at Costco. <laughs> Anthony, what do you got? Um, I got myself a Quebec beer here from Brasseur du Monde, uh, Septième Ciel, Seventh Sky. And it's um, okay. it's a strong IPA uh, with smileys, it says. So, um, yeah, fancy can. It's fantastic. It's but it says it's strong, but it's 5.7%. So it's a little bit of a lie, uh, but it's going down smooth. I feel pretty good. Anthony, in our like, bet, can you send me that beer if I lose? Because I would I would hope <laughs> to lose if I can get that beer. I'll pay for it. I mean, I'll Venmo you. Oh, oh I'll send you that. <laughs> Do they have Venmo in Canada or is that not a thing? <laughs> uh, I, th- Venmo? I, yeah, I, think, I think we have it. Just I don't think anyone uses it. <laughs> We, we got a whole we got a whole different internet up you here. You guys it's are just sending checks through the air, yeah. like <laughs> handwritten <laughs> checks, sending in. That's what we're a boot. That's what we're a boot. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I have a beer called Nice Khakis, Todd, <laughs> and it's literally just a picture of some khakis. And you know, I, it would have been great if we had a Todd. Should have saved it for like uh, when Todd Bowles messes up and wears khakis. I'm like Nice Khakis, Todd, but. <laughs> It's a hazy ale brewed with premium malt, dry hopped with a pants load of Hallertu Ballon, 5%. It's uh, it's pretty nice. It's from a Washington uh, brewery, guys. So West Coast all the way. Awesome. Yeah, poor <laughs> Boogie's just West Coast Boogie's is wild. He's got a CD Lamb jersey. He's just up in the West Coast. This, uh, this was a lot of fun, guys. Um, this was a blast. I want to thank the Fantasy on Tap guys for coming on. Before we part, do you want to just remind us where we can uh, find you guys? Yeah, you can listen. pretty much find us on all the uh, major podcasting platforms. Uh, again, we put out an episode pretty much a week. Uh, check us out on uh, Fantasy on Tap on Instagram and tap underscore fantasy. Uh, James also has a uh, OnlyFans going, so you want to get that guy, hit him up. He's really, really trying to get that to take off. So Does it, uh, does it feature um, Craig's feet? First of all, we can't spoil you it see because me throw we definitely up on want you to go in there and pay the man. Yes. Pay the man. Yeah. <laughs> we, got a, we got a TikTok. Dude, oh, go check us out on TikTok. We haven't we hit have the TikTok game, but we, uh, we have some funny stuff. Jimmy, uh, this is the, the oddest thing. It's mostly like football stuff and then jimmy petting a cat like it's super weird and, <laughs> <laughs> and juju smith schuster dancing in the background there you go yeah love it awesome all right uh words of wisdom gentlemen parting words of wisdom before we sign off i i don't, don't have sam darnold it's number one uh, Boogie, don't. nothing <laughs> thought you'd have something for sure stay strapped or get clapped <laughs> <laughs> That's a West Coast thing right there. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, <laughs> stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> Don't draft Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Bradford. Or Sam, Sam Bradford. Or Sam. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks to the Fantasy on Tap, guys. It's been a lot of fun. We'll see you next time. Ciao.